This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and we'll see if I last the whole show because I'm already panting because I'm pretty sick this week, but bear with me. I have some help, but before we get to, I guess, my co-host this week. Go to poppyapparel.com. Shop for all your womanly needs there. You could buy women clothing, women's accessories, and you get 10% off if you enter promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. Fuck. <laughs> Free shipping worldwide. I'll try and make this quick. Go to wehavemerch.com. You could buy mugs, women's tees, t-shirts, both in black and white. Support the cause. Listen to the show on Pod Bros, and also click on the Amazon banner. Help them out. Help me out iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and that's it, because I don't want to say anything else, because I'm tired. <laughs> so this week, I have a co-host, and if I don't choke, we'll get to the guest, but this week we have a reoccurring, I guess, second time around? Yeah, second time. Sarah Rin. <laughs> Comedian so, Sarah Rin. Yeah, I'm so, thank you for the title, <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm glad that you invited me back, and this time co-hosting. Well, it kind of worked out. As much as I want to take credit for being selfish, you're going to have to carry the most of the load probably after. <laughs> but we'll see what happens because I really didn't do anything physical today. So I didn't think I was going to lose my breath from just talking. But mm-hmm. I'm sure by people listening, they could tell by my voice, it's lower than usual. So people who have, what, what, what is that? The, how some people can listen to high tone and low tone. Oh, yeah. So the people the who can Annie, listen to. Do you remember that? Yes. Laurel. So whoever heard Laurel, you won't be able to hear this episode. You're just going to think it's a whole blank episode. So what's up since last time we talked early, I guess, summer? Oh, man, so much has happened. It's weird because I always think, like, nothing's happened. But then when I have some time to reflect, I'm like, whoa, you know, there's... Well, I've been... So I've been staying in Toronto, pretty much, or, like, in Canada performing. Okay. Um, I have been... I did go back to LA, but pretty much I've been staying, trying to stay in the Toronto scene and just write. I'm trying to oh, write like crazy because yeah. I have a I have a goal to write my first album. Oh wow, nice! 
So I, I'm trying to just write, write, write as much material and have like that, you know, hour of grade A mm-hmm. content that I can record. Right. Um, so I've, I've been promoting that and trying to work on that. I set up a Patreon page. How's that going? Uh, really well. It's only Good. been one month and um, already? we're already 50% wow. of the way towards the first goal. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. See? So, I mean, I just have to like give a shout out to all my you know subscribers on patreon um i try to you know i'm trying to provide content that pushes me also to mm-hmm. just write more right so if you sign up i i do free comedy shows so i oh, stream oh what shows. like you do one-on-one or something and no no like actual all the shows that i'm performing on oh so everything. you have your own library that's not out there and then you air it for them exactly oh, okay yeah. that's smart Sometimes it's also live. Sometimes I'll do live streams. Sometimes it's recorded material. Okay. Um, yeah, I do also one-on-one chats. I did it with one of the subscribers. There's like different tiers. Okay, yeah. And it was great because they were someone who were thinking about pursuing stand-up. Oh, so nice. they got to ask all these and questions. And they were normal? They weren't like... Oh, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> I don't know how people like... I don't know how you... I would never do anything like that because I'm just scared to get those weirdos. Yeah. The funny thing is I'd say 99% of my followers are actual just normal? comedy okay. enthusiasts. Yeah, like nice. normal. <laughs> and important. you wouldn't think so. I mean... The people who leave comments and stuff, half of them don't even follow me. Like, they're just trolling mm. or they're just, like, you know, want to make fun of, like, a female comic. Yeah. Um, but I'd say the true followers that, you know, sign up for my Patreon, that go to my shows, that mm-hmm. follow me on social media, they're just, like, supporters. And That's awesome. It's very, very nice. Like, I, I actually love the group of followers I have. They talk to each other oh there's really like yeah there's so you gotta name them like, now you have to have like yeah. the little posse they, that you call them they call themselves the, oh, no. the red cult <laughs> but i'm like i don't want to be the leader of a cult <laughs> too late i know that's what they say they're like they're like it's you don't have a say in this no you, re- like, you really don't yeah once it's bestowed by the fans and that's it it's yeah. done so apparently i am okay. the leader of a cult i don't know nice. <clears throat> um but yeah it's it's nice it's like a community and they recognize each other, and even when I do live streams, if someone tries to bully one of them or pick mm. on us, yeah. they all support each other, That's and um, it's just nice because I try to like. Even though a lot of my humor is dark, I'm very sarcastic. Yeah, I think it's also obvious that I'm a pretty much a positive person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always trying to spread love and like positivity. That's so, good. I it's nice that I can attract those kinds of people that align in the same way and do you know if they're all toronto-based fans or is oh there, no we're, all oh, over everywhere. the place yeah even better i have for some reason i have a huge fan base in texas yeah. <laughs> i've never performed there i don't know why but like everyone in um so that's probably the next like tour i'm gonna do is around texas but i don't know why or how they found me but right. i get a lot of fans from and it's just Cities. weird where you're discovered in, because even some people, like, this is going way back. I don't know why this came to my head, but someone like David Hasselhoff, how the fuck did he get so big in Germany and is like the king over there from just doing Baywatch and his one album that he came out with, that's the shittiest thing on earth. But yeah, he's just like a god there. Yeah, so it's just wherever you blow up is where you blow up, right? Yeah, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to complain, but it's it's cool. Yeah, when I drill in and I look at the demographics and stuff, uh, it's a good mix of of Canadian and U.S. That's cool. people. I very few Europeans. Um, mo- yeah, mainly it's Canada and like the United North America, States. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like North America. So you just were on a roast battle. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you won or you made it to the next yeah. round or something happened? What? So Explain, please. Uh, it's it's a lot like, you know, the original roast battles that you see with Jeff Ross in, in yeah. L.A. and everything at the comedy store, which uh, I went to one in L.A. and it was so awesome. Um, it's the same sort of thing. So there's brackets. Okay. And pe- uh, comedians are... You know, maybe like a month in advance who you're going to be against. Oh, okay. Against. So you, it's not like when you get there that same day. No. Oh, okay, okay. But here's here's the hard thing about it. So they they tell you what bracket you're in and who you're going to be going up against, right. but you don't know who's going to win in each bracket. So you got to prepare for everything. Yeah. Oh, so you basically God. have so to write jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, you burn all that material once you write it because it's just for that one person. Yeah. You're never going to repeat it again. Unless like, you're making fun of like their structure, the way they look. Then maybe you could fit it into someone else in the future. But if yeah. it's something specific, yeah, you really yeah. can't use it, right? I mean, I'm keep, I have it all in my notes. And I'm like, right. let's just in case, like some rebuttals or some things. like. But I probably won't be able to use any of those jokes again. But yeah, you have to write material for That's every crazy. comic because you don't know who you're going to go up against. And I dominate. <laughs> Good for you. I, I'm so proud of that because it was the first roast battle I was ever in. Oh, okay. On top of it. Wow. Yeah, I, I did not know what to expect. Yeah. Um, apparently, I was the first comedian I was up against made it really far last time, like to the oh. finals and everything. And, and that's who you faced in the first mm-hmm. round. Oh, wow. And apparently okay. he was like a really, he's known as like a really good roaster. Oh, shit. I guess not. So I was wow. like, oh, God. Oh, no. Um, so I was really nervous. And I've only done that venue once before. Okay. So I didn't, you know, it helps when you know the stage and the venue. You, That's you true. just feel a bit more at home and comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Um, so not f- that familiar with the venue. Didn't know any of the comics. Oh, wow. So it was hard to write jo- roast jokes on, like, a comic I didn't even How know. How is that? Well, you guys don't take it personally, obviously. No. no okay. No, definitely not. I, I, I not. love when people make fun of me. I'm actually thinking about hosting, like, a roast show for my birthday. Oh, And wow. have people, like, roast, roast me. you? Yeah. Are you I, sure? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good luck. I don't think I've ever had anyone hurt my feelings in my entire life. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you have to have a thick skin, I guess. Especially in comedy, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like people say horrible things to me. <laughs> On can, a daily basis. <laughs> we don't need to get into those. Horrible, okay, uh, can you at least reveal one of the lines that you... Oh, sure. I, I will tell you set up. Well, few. you don't have to say all, because obviously you don't want to put all your material out there for free. Yeah. Okay, let me see. But if you could pull one up and see what uh, you um, were working with. Uh, this was like a rebuttal. Okay. So when someone says... Something to you, you, yeah. you react back, yeah. And I, I said, I was like, well, at least my teeth aren't fucked up from my deadbeat dad opening beer bottles on them. Uh, were they like white trash or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't <laughs> Of course they were. Um, I, I can tell you one that I didn't do. Okay, sure. Because just based on how the audience was kind of reacting, I was mm-hmm. like, I think that they might find this too offensive. Oh, no. What? So I was like, <laughs> Charlie didn't ask out his black girlfriend. His parents bought her at an auction. Oh, my God. <laughs> well. Yeah, I didn't do that one because I was like, hmm, they don't seem to really like racist material <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Only tonight. No, yeah. not just all the time. Just that one specific night. <laughs> yeah. Well, some audiences, like... Eat it up. They love, yeah, they love that stuff. But is it the opposite race that laughs at it or is it the same race when you pull off the joke uh it depends because i've done some pretty risky material in in like um like i i I think i was a 
I was part of a birthday party. I got hired for a birthday party and everyone was black there. And yeah. I made like a couple of jokes, but not, I wasn't making fun like really of them, but they were like on the borderline of it. Right. But they loved it. Well, so so that it depends. Yeah. You just have to try to read the audience. Well, yeah, that's what everyone says, right? Mm-hmm. And speaking of live audience, what about Kiltoni again? He was in Toronto. Yeah. And you went on yet again. And it's just by random, right? Because they you, you just picked the name out of it. Yeah. Uh, are you sure it's random? <laughs> Come on. My lips are sealed. I'm not. <laughs> I could have said something so much worse, but I'm not going to because you are a woman and you are my guest. So. Um, yeah, that was amazing. So that was at the Royal Theater for JFL, Just for Laughs, uh, Festival 42. Where is the Royal Theater, by the way? I don't even know. Where is it? Is that uh, the one on College Street? I don't know where it is. I literally, when I go somewhere, I just, like, click, okay, you know, Uber, take me there, or, like, GPS. I don't even look at the surroundings. That's true, because by the time you're able to travel on your own, GPS was already in touch, so you never had to memorize anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I was screwed. When I was on the bus, before they used to call, like, what Oh, my God, you never knew? I was, yeah. I was, I had the worst anxiety. Like, I felt like crying. But that's when you asked the driver. I don't know when to get off. Yeah, I always had to ask the driver, yeah, but the they got annoyed and like, I don't know. It was a very yeah. high stress situation for me to take the bus. <laughs> well, you, but they used to have the map, so the DTC maps on the actual bus. You could work one out. It was literally and... a map. So you had to know how oh, to read a map. Oh my God, that's so, I don't even think of that. You don't know how to read a map properly. <laughs> Not without it saying where you actually are. And then you could swerve it around and be like, oh, okay, that's yeah. north. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> to be young, man. Exactly. But oh. no, Kill Tony is amazing. He's at the Royal Theater. Yes. I think I think they said like close to 400 people That's were in awesome. the audience. So it was like a big auditorium. Mm-hmm. How was oh, that? It was a theater. Yeah, it was huge. It was is that amazing. the largest you've ever performed in or? Um, Probably. Like, probably. I mean, people wise, not yeah. like venue wise. I'm trying to think of people wise. Because 400, that's a lot of people, man. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. I think, I think it is. Uh, but the crazy. thing about theaters that suck is people are sitting so low and the stage is so high so, so, and that voice travels, right? when they laugh, it takes forever for the laughter to like reach you. I know that doesn't seem oh, like... so the timing be the... could be off. Yeah, so when people laugh, the pops and like... It seems like people aren't enjoying themselves. Right. And that was the first time I've done like a theater performance where the seats were so low and so far back. Right. Um, I I only was prepared because I've had comedians tell me Oh, theaters are the worst venues to perform in, but you know, obviously they sit more people. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, so it's pretty interesting to like experience that. So that was a new experience. And did he recognize you from last time? Yeah, yeah. It was, he introduced. I was so shocked. He introduced me as a comedian and everything. He said, you know, she's an up and coming comedian, a rising, you know, whatever person in in Toronto. And I was like, wow, he knows so much about me. <laughs> That, well, you left an impression, so that means you're doing something good, right? Yeah, no. They're very, very cool. Actually, the, the I, I guess, whatever, it's not a secret. I just don't want it to come across like I'm Biggie, bless you. bragging or anything. Or but... was that Shady? Was it Talon? Yeah. Okay, Shady, bless you. Sorry, my cats are around <laughs> us for some reason. They're never around anymore when I record. Maybe they know you're a, an animal person. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, okay, they before we get into animals, because I want to touch base on something first, and then we'll get to the guest, because she's ready to go. How was it? That, what? Okay. Well, obviously the second time you're already used to it, whatever. But what did you enjoy more, the first or the second? I would assume the first time you were on. The the first time. Or was it just different experiences? Because this one you're in your hometown, and you, you know what I mean. Yeah. So. The the first one, 
was terrifying because I didn't know what to expect. Um, but I mean, I got I got Mark Marin telling me that he likes my writing. That's right, so Mark Marin like, was on the first. Who was on the panel this time? Matt Bronner, Brunner, Brunner. I don't know. Sure. I feel bad for not knowing who it's he okay. is. Okay, he probably doesn't listen a, to the show anyways. He's a comedian, you know. <laughs> But yeah, okay. no, he was nice too, and he he liked my stuff. But I mean, yeah, nothing's gonna top having Mark Marin be like, "Oh, you have good writing," you know, like nothing's gonna top that. <laughs> well, of course, Mark Marin, the guy's a beast, right? Yeah. And now back to animals. What's this obsession you have with your dog? This is like borderline <laughs> craziness. Like yeah. I'm this close. Like I'm showing her like an inch. I'm this close in muting your Insta stories just because yeah. of that. Yeah. What's what? So actually, are you lonely? Or <laughs> no, I I'm, I'm not lonely. I I love my cats. I understand. I just want to know the. So I did a poll and I kept asking because okay. I was like, I bet this is super annoying because my dog is like my baby. Oh, I didn't He's see like that my poll. life. Okay. I did a poll. Um, this might have been like before you started following me, and I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, should I do less content on my dog? Like, you know, you guys probably don't want to see and. Like everyone, hands down, was like, "No, we want to see more really? of your dog." Man, I'm always on the so that's the why. Side. That's why I have a lot of stuff on my dog, and um, like even yet the other day I posted, I was like, "Okay, I'm like last video of my dog." I got all these direct messages of people saying like, "No, no, are you more, kidding more, me?" More. Yeah. So your dog's more famous than you are. Yeah. You should everyone open. No, that's what you need to do. Open his own Instagram account, so then people like me don't need to see their dog twenty four seven. He's adorable, work. I admit, but. It's- yeah. At the same time, how much dog, like, even with my own cats, I don't need yeah. to see them 24-7. Well, the thing Sorry, is, buddy. usually I, I don't post uh, very much content of my dog, but whenever I'm planning to go away, I always feel kind of guilty, and I start thinking about him a lot and spending a lot of time uh. with him. So now that I know winter is coming and I'm probably going to leave, and I usually don't take him, I give him a lot of, like, attention before I go. So how, that's another how old is your reason. dog? Is he an old fella or is he no, still young? No, he's young. He's five. Oh my god! So he's still gonna. Lie. And he's small, so the yeah. small dogs last forever as well. Yeah. Oh Everyone's god. scared of him though. When I walk him down the street, people will oh, like look cross at him. The he looks, I'm sorry to say, he looks crazy <laughs> with his eyes and his lips. And then whatever that what, what ended up winning, I didn't see the results. Was oh. it scrotum or vagina neck? Scrotum one. Really? Yeah. This sounds so out of context to whoever's listening. Well, they so, should follow you then. So my, my dog is a puggle, which is a beagle and a pug mix. And he, so he's very wrinkly. And his neck, I was like, his neck yeah, folds look like like a ball sack or like a vagina or something. So I made a poll and I asked people. And scrotum one, everyone said that his neck looks like a scrotum. Well, Congratulations. What's your dog's name? Give him a shout out. Shout out to Bentley, aka Bentlers. Bentley. Yeah. Is that your favorite car or something? Yeah. Oh. Bentley Continental. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll talk some more after we get to our guest because she's kind of sort of in a hurry today mm-hmm. and she's got a busy life to attend to. And I'm just glad someone gives their free time to spend talking with me and I guess us. So today's guest is a writer, an author. Dabbles a little in acting, is the host of the Unwritable Rand podcast, and a bourbon drinker from Chicago, Illinois, the very talented Juliet Miranda. Uh, hey, y'all. How's it going? How's it going? Ugh, see, I'm already choking. How's it going with you? I apologize. <laughs> you know what? You need more bourbon in your yeah. life. You really do. Trust me, it'll fix that cough right up. Okay, let's get right into this, because I, I, want, I want to know something. 
being up here from Toronto, Canada, we like to drink whiskey. And we have very good whiskey up here. We have, obviously, Canadian rye and all that stuff, right? Now, as for you, you're a certified, I guess, bourbon drinker that knows everything about bourbon. Is that fair to say? Well, I wouldn't say I know everything about bourbon, but I'm very intimate with it. That's enough for me. Can you please explain to me the difference between (laughs) bourbon, whiskey, scotch, and rye? Why are they called four different types? Are they all the same? Are they different? Is it something in the name? Or is it just whatever you want to call it? They're all similar. Uh, There's a saying that all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. And the reason for that is 51% corn in the mash bill. And then when it becomes a rye is when it's more than 51% rye in the mash bill. Everything beyond that is just whiskey. There aren't a whole lot of regulations about how whiskey is made to make it a whiskey. It just uh, it needs a little bit of an age. It needs to be in a barrel. And then otherwise, you just drink. <laughs> well, it seems like you know a lot more than me because I didn't even know there was corn in whiskey. That's how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, there can pretty much, I mean, other than the corn, uh, there can be pretty much anything in it. You know, there's um, malted barley, obviously rye. A lot of distilleries are getting a little fancy now, and they're trying out stuff like quinoa. Um, you know, wheat is one of my favorite ingredients in a mash bill. So, you know, it just it changes the flavor, but it's all just, you know, in the end, good. So to put you on the spot, what is your ultimate favorite? My favorite go-to is Russell's Reserve 10-Year. Um, it's from the Wild Turkey family, and okay, it's, it's really that. affordable. It's like 40 bucks a bottle, um, super drinkable, delicious. Oh, wow. Do you have a favorite, Sarah? Are you a, a bourbon connoisseur? I No, I definitely am not, okay. but I have hot toddies. Like that's what? I'm partially like Scottish, so oh, in my okay. family, if you're sick... Then they they bring out the hot toddies. I've never heard of that. That sounds yeah. like food, not oh. like a drink. Yeah, it's a drink. And do you drink it straight They're or do you delicious. mix it? Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you like it I'm trying to think of everything that's in it. It's like lemon, honey. Um, oh wow, that's hot water, too much. And I guess whiskey. I'm not sure if there's anything and else whiskey. they put in it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You got it. And it's it's hot and wonderful, and it just oh. it will cure anything that yeah. is bothering oh, you. Oh, I should take that today. Yeah, then. you do. You should. Yeah. Okay, you know what, if we pause in the middle somewhere, I'll have to go make some, because I do have, well, I have Canadian whiskey, so like I said, that's pretty good. Do you guys down there, well, at least in Chicago, do you get our Canadian whiskey, or do you just prefer your American, I guess, Kentucky or Tennessee whiskey and bourbons down there? Well, that's where it gets a little fancy. Um, It doesn't have to be made in Kentucky or Tennessee. It can really be made anywhere. Okay. Um, I haven't had, honestly, and this is terrible, I haven't had a lot of Canadian whiskey. Oh. I'm not very familiar with it. I mean, I've had Crown Royal. Yeah, um, that's the garbage stuff. But Right, right. So I don't, And it's like Japanese say. whiskey. I don't know much about that either. I stick oh, mainly really? with my, uh, my good old U.S. you know, whiskeys and bourbons. No, if you do try a Canadian, I say the gateway, to at least my personal, and I'm not a heavy drinker at all. I, uh, I do not drink. I don't even remember the last time I got drunk. But if I do have a drink and I dabble, it would have to be a nice cup of uh, Weiser's Old Batch. I'll remember that. Yes, because actually they're from Windsor, which borders Detroit. So that's why I'm just asking, because I would assume they would import to the States being right on the border. But who knows? Yeah, you'll have to check it out for sure. If we have it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure we have it. I mean, my liquor store gets 
every whiskey imaginable. So I'm going to look for it. I'll give it a try and let you know what I think. Okay. Now, last week, I, I had a guest on that was a sports journalist, and he actually shared the same last name as mine. Now, this week, you don't have the same last name, but I, I'm to, to paint a picture, my background is Portuguese, and we're sort of like the Greeks where we think we invented and discovered everything in the world. So just by reading your last name, Miranda, that's a derivative of a Portuguese last name. Now, I'm just wondering if you have any Portuguese heritage. I do not. And oh. Miranda is my middle name. It's not oh, my last name. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Because as a first or middle name, I could see it being anything. But as a last name, that's, that is pure Portuguese last name. It's, it's a beautiful name. I've always liked it. Um, but yeah, no, no. It's uh, I kind of try to keep a little bit of anonymity. That's not even a word. I like to make sure my family is left out of my podcasting. That, that's actually smart. I'm the same way. I don't really talk much about my wife. And if I do, it's just in passing because we don't need to air our business on the show. And it's not about that anyways, right? So. Right. Well, that's why I never name my husband. I just call oh, him neither. my guy. See, and I call mine my wife. <laughs> I don't think I've ever dropped her name once on the show ever since I've been starting recording. And it's not because I love her. It's because we have disagreement. It's just better in the long run. Yeah, well, happy wife, you know. Well, I guess. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh-oh. <coughs> I'm dying now because of that. <clears throat> oh, don't die. Okay, so you also write, and you're an author. You wrote in the book, oddly enough, The Unwritable Rant. I guess that's where you get all your marketing from, or I guess your labeling and your stuff well, when my the, podcast is called The Unwritable Rant, and my first book is Morning Neurosis. That's it. Sorry. Again, I'm sick. I apologize. No worries. I'm going to no, use that the whole show. Now. <laughs> okay, so what got you into writing? Or did you always want to be a writer, or was that something that just fell on your lap? I think I've always been a writer. It's something that's been a part of my life since I was a kid. You know, if I wasn't journaling, then, you know, I was writing for school, and I just loved it. And I actually started uh, really becoming involved in, you know, being a journalist when I was about 15. I started writing about rock bands. And if you've ever seen the movie Almost Famous, that was pretty much my life. I, I started following a lot of rock bands around. I started writing for a couple of, um, you know, music magazines. And that was, that sort of fueled the content for my book. And, you know, from there, I started telling my stories on the podcast. So those story that's what I was just going to lead into as well. Obviously, those stories are real-life stories. It's not just something you're fabricating to put on the show. Right. No, they are all real, sadly. <laughs> well, but it makes for good podcasting because some of my best episodes is when I talk about how my parents tried to abandon me and leave me by myself. But, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and, and it's good content. <laughs> No, and that's very true. And I, I, I truly believe that, you know, we all sort of connect over the realities of our life, whether it's funny or tragic. And that's why I love doing this. Yeah, exactly. So what came first? Was it writing or podcasting? I assume writing, obviously, because podcasting probably oh, wasn't yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely writing. My first book was published in 2009. Nice. And I've only been doing the podcast for about three years now. Actually, that's pretty good because I, I, I read a stat the other day that if you last, I think the magic number is if you last longer than a year, you've already outlasted 90% of every other podcast out there. So, 
Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Right? Well, because nowadays, podcasts pop up, like, I guess, changing your underwear, right? Every day there's something new. And if not a celebrity, someone in their basement or someone doing something else, right? It's always something. Yeah, yeah. So many of them. I know. It's hard to find the good ones. So how do you like doing the podcast by yourself? Oh, I love it. I love it. I am, you know, I I like being a solo host. I don't work well with others. (laughs) Don't worry, neither do I. I. You know, I mean, I'm telling my stories. You know, I don't don't need input on that. I I can handle that on my own. Yeah, but I just find it, okay, I don't want to break the fourth wall. And if you don't want to answer, you could say pass. But when I used to record by myself before I started having guests on, I couldn't just talk to myself. So I'd have someone I, I dubbed him my producer, even though you didn't really do anything. You just sat in front of me, so I had someone to look at. So I wasn't thinking I was going crazy. Do you talk b- by yourself into a mic, or is there someone in the room with you? Oh, no, no. I'm completely alone. I love you, it. Oh it's God, kind of how I've always written. I, I kind of talk okay. aloud to myself. So oh, okay. it was incredibly natural. I see. Okay, I guess I'm just a weird one then. <laughs> oh, not at all. No, I we find all I'm always have, on know, the... different mm-hmm. ways of doing things. Okay, so I heard one of your most recent episodes, and I wanted to touch base on you with this because I'm sort of in the same bracket as you where, not that, okay, I got to tread lightly here because a lot of people have children in the world, so not that we hate kids, but (laughs) we don't really associate with them, I guess that's fair. Yeah, okay, that's fair too as well. Okay, so I'm in the same boat. Me and my wife have been together for over 18 years now, or close to 18, and we don't want kids, we don't plan on kids, nothing of that. Now, I just wanted to know, do you get kid-shamed like we do? Because nowadays, every time anyone sees... And it's not to me. That's what I fucking hate, because I want people to say it to me, because then I would have a rebuttal, but my wife's too nice and she won't say anything. Or she'll say, yeah, yeah, whatever, we're trying. But they always ask her, when are you going to have a baby? Why is it taking so long? This, this, and that. Why aren't you pregnant yet? Yeah, people are horrible that way. I, I, know, right? I used to get it quite a bit. Okay. Uh, when I was in my 20s or so, it was definitely the, the thing. And then right. when I got into my 30s, it was huge. You know, it was all the time. It was, yeah. you know, why aren't you settled? You know, what are, what are you doing with your life? Don't you want someone to love? <laughs> oh, my and, God. Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> you know, I was like, what, can't I just love me? And then when I married my guy, um, you know, we've been together for 10 years now. Oh, At first, you. people asked. And now that we've been together for 10 years and, you know, they see our lifestyle and they know that we travel, right. yeah. you know, we, we like just doing our own thing. It's finally died down. But for the life of me, I don't understand why people care. I know, right? You, you know what I come to the conclusion to sometimes, too? is that they're so fucking miserable of being a parent that they wish that upon you and they want to see you just as miserable as they are. Deep down, yeah. like as much as people say they love their kids unconditionally, you know how many people have come up to, and these are all men, mind you, so not too many women have said this to me. So usually men come up to me and they ask, oh, you're not going to have kids or anything? I'm like, no. He's like, you know what? I love my kid, but that's fucking smart, man. If I could do it again, I wouldn't have kids either. Can you, like a lot of people, like I say more than 50% of men tell me that. That's fucked if you think about it. You know, I, I feel like I'm doing the child a service by not giving birth to it because I would be a terrible parent. I just, I would. I know this about myself and I, I know what I want. So I, I feel like people should respect that. See, the worst thing my wife ever got told was, you're not a woman until you have a baby. Can you believe that someone would actually have the balls uh, to say that to someone's face? That is disgusting. Thank you. If you're listening, you heard it here. You're fucking disgusting. <laughs> Just in case she's listening, you never know. (laughs) 
But yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. So now I just tell my wife, if anyone asks you, just tell her, honestly, just tell everyone that my penis is broken and I can't make kids and that's it. You'll see how fast they'll turn red or they'll turn the other way and walk away. Because no one wants to engage in that conversation. <laughs> yeah, the more you shame people, the quicker they are to run away. I think so too. So you like to travel. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is this is what we do. We're, we're gypsies. You know, we, we don't like to stay put. I, I think home is always where we are not, really. So of all, okay, I'm, I'm going to get into some, because I have a rant, because you like to rant on your show, and I like to rant on my show. I actually used to have a, a segment called Shit I Hate, but then I ended up finding out that the whole podcast is Shit I Hate, so I stopped at the <laughs> one segment and just made it the whole podcast. But I want to rant on some airplane talk and some... I guess, airlines, because you travel as well, correct, sir, for, yeah, for comedy? Yeah. So you've been to the West Coast and all that, so you, you know how it is to get on planes. Okay, is there any, okay, first off, do you guys have any fears of flying, or is, is everything okay? No, not at all. I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay, what about you, Sarah? Nothing? No, nothing? Really, okay, so I hope I don't freak you guys out <laughs> with, with some topics I have here, because <laughs> I'm not really freaked out about flying myself, but not the flying part. It's everything else that leads up to the flying that I hate. Like, for example, human error. It's not like how it was before. Like, nowadays, there's human error everywhere where everything breaks down just because if someone doesn't check a certain light, doesn't flick a certain switch, doesn't write off a certain inspection. You know how much that freaks me out? So you're, you're talking about, like, the airplane? Yes, for the airplane. Like, for example... Like, I feel like that should be better now. Don't I'm sure we have, yeah. like, automated processes okay. and, like, robots. All right. I thought you would say that. So I got proof to back up my theories here because everyone thinks I'm crazy when I come up with my rants and I'm just so uh, paranoid of everything in the world. But apparently, gas masks came down. This is a while ago, a few weeks ago. I don't know if, oh, anyone, yeah. if, if any of you heard this. During a, a mid-flight somewhere, gas masks came down as soon as they hit, I don't know, the, the height of 40,000 feet, whatever you travel at, right? And it was all because the flight attendant forgot to pressurize the cabin. So a flick of the switch. Isn't that your job? Isn't that what you do every day? Like, that wasn't on a major U.S. or uh, Canadian airline. That was actually, I believe, Malaysia. Even Air. better. Where airplanes disappear. I'm not saying that you know, they have less standards than we have. but I think they do. I feel like we have so many safeguards in place that you don't hear those stories happening on, say, United Airlines. Okay. United. I, I of all the, the airlines, I feel like <laughs> you could have said United is... You know, I love United. Oh, I realize no. they have uh -oh. Fight! They've been so good to me. I got two free nights in Aruba oh. thanks to a United Airlines, so I will pledge my love to them until the day I die. Oh, United has screwed me every single time I applied with them. Yep, the constant delays, constant shifting of planes, shifting Ooh. of terminals, shifting, like, I've been late, I've missed flights, like, half of the time when I use them, and they, they'll, like, credit me or compensate me or something, but I've had to cancel shows, I've had to cancel meetings, you know, be, because of United. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I wow, I feel that way about American. Yeah, yeah, I, I was American the same way too when I used bad. the American the first time. I missed a connecting flight and I had to go like to New York, which should have been a six-hour flight, turned out to be like a 22-hour flight and airports and all combined. Yeah. And yeah, that was hell. I think the longest I've had to wait was like seven and a half hours because United kept like, I don't know. I don't know what the problem was with the plane, but yeah, I, I had to wait seven and a half hours once in an airport. Have, have you ever flown Spirit? 
Yes, what, I have. What the hell is Spirit? Oh, that is the single worst airline on this planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never heard of them. I mean, if they cancel your flight, you are SOL. I yeah. mean, you're not getting home. Yeah. Well, speaking of cancel flights, this is another thing I have when I go away on vacation. So I try and stick to the major airlines. Like when I go away now, I use Air Canada. That's our major airline up here. So I know they're really not going to go out of business. What about, um, I think it was from Europe. We're flying to the States or to Canada. I can't remember. Uh, The airline was called Primera Air. It just went under and everyone who was left at their destination had no way of getting back home. Really? That's another fear I have. Say you go on an uh, an all-inclusive getaway and then all of a sudden the airline goes down. Then what do you do? Oh, those are practically cargo planes, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're flying with goats and chickens. <laughs> you know what? That is true, too. <laughs> These guys are just trying to prove me wrong with this airplane thing, aren't you? Okay, how about this? How about crazy passengers? All right? Now, I know everyone's had a crazy passenger. to everything, not just air travel. Well, yeah, that's true. I usually have rants about public transit, but this one just, I don't know. Now, again, this was in Asia, so it's probably in Malaysia where planes go missing, like I said, but... A passenger tried to open the emergency exit because they thought that was the bathroom door. <laughs> well, that person is special. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you call him special. You're probably a nicer person than I am then. <laughs> Crazy people are everywhere. I mean, I realize, you know, you're, you're in a flying tube in the air and you're trapped with them. But still, I mean, that, that, that doesn't reflect on air you know uh, traveling by air in general but yeah it does though because right. that it, yeah. that's the whole experience i guess your point is you're saying that there's higher risks yes and nowadays the risks than are also yeah. like you know. i'm not saying it's mechanical risk where like the plane's gonna explode or it's gonna no no no, none of that i'm saying everything leading up to it delays <laughs> lost baggage like for example obviously everyone knows this but now they actually caught it on tape in england they were just throwing like luggage like it was oh, yeah. nothing across the tarmac i can't remember the last time i've ever checked a piece of luggage Oh, me either. No. Check anything anymore. Really? Yeah. It's been years. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time I've checked luggage. No, I have to because, like I said, I go on all inclusive, so I can't put it all in a carry on. Yeah. I just put everything in a carry on. I mean, you're going to tropical destinations, right? I mean, what do you need? You know, swim trunks, a couple of pairs of flip flops. (laughs) You don't need a suitcase. It's it's not a pretty sight, so I I need to go fully clothed. I'm that guy that sits on the chair, the old man with the with the pants and sweater and sunglasses and hat, (laughs) and all you see is a grin on my face, and that's all that gets tanned. (laughs) I think if once you you travel a lot, um, you you end up. How frequently do you travel? Well, I used to travel at least once to twice a year. That's not a lot. I'm talking like every month you're going to like a new country or like a new place. I think when you travel frequently, you learn really that you don't need that much. Well, I first started traveling was going overseas, going over the Atlantic. And Mm -hmm. if anyone's been over the Atlantic, they know the the turbulence is a mother. Like the plane drops like feet where you feel your heart and your chest. That Mm -hmm. never bothered me. And that's how I grew up flying. So when the first time I went down to the Caribbean, it was so smooth. I turned to my wife. I'm like, what the fuck? Did I, like, did I fall asleep to something? She's like, no, this is how it is when you don't travel over water. <laughs> but again, I don't know. I, again, it's just my paranoia. Okay, how about this? Yeah. What's the <laughs> longest flight you would ever take? The, the longest flight I've ever taken. No, that you would take, that you'd be willing to, in oh, terms of out direct. Days, doesn't matter. Oh, you don't care? I, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't care. I mean, I, I would prefer to have a huge extended flight if it means it doesn't have to stop somewhere. Yeah, same. Oh, I can't do it. I think the longest I've done it was in air. I think it was like 22 hours. What? From, from, where'd you go? The, from where to where? Oh. That was, I think I went, it was either 
Shanghai or Singapore. I can't remember which one, but one of okay. those from Toronto. Oh, they had direct flights. And yeah, it okay. was like it. I think in air was something like twenty-two hours or something. Oh my god! Maybe well, more. Maybe it might have been more. Well, the longest flight now was nineteen hours. I guess with technology and everything. How long ago was this? Because now they just reopened a route from here again. I think this, it's either Singapore. What is it? Maybe I, I should look it up. This was like two years ago. Singapore and Newark is 19 hours. But Newark is closer because it's right on the coast. We're more inland, right? Yeah. So that so might add the extra hour. This was hour like to... a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah it makes I, sense. It feels like it was, I can't remember what, it was like 21 or 22 hours in, in air. Now, I would be able to do it if they have those like airplane beds and like those new chic type, I don't even know what to call it, like those pods where you sit in and then it oh, reclines sure. back. Yeah. Now, if I had that... No problem, but sitting, say you had a middle seat in like coach for 19 hours. That's fine. You're That's what I did. Oh my God. But I'm also, yeah. I'm like five foot what the two, five foot three. So See, I that's the difference because I'm about six two, so that kind of confines me. I always have to get the emergency exit and they always try and give me, oh, do you want me to go? No, I already know it. I've sat in this seat all the time. Yeah, I'm like a hobbit. Just stick me anywhere and I can sleep. Right. Yeah, I'll just curl up right in there. Oh, so you guys it's sleep on the airplane good. as well. Oh, yeah, I totally sleep. What, my strategy is I actually stay out late the day before, okay. and I'll, like, party or whatever. You're like my brother. My brother and used to I do that. And then I just pass out uh, and have my hangover on yeah. the airplane. Yeah, my brother used to do that, because I remember as a child when we used to fly to Portugal, my brother would go get hammered the night before, because there's a big age difference, right? So I was still a kid. I didn't know any better. And my mom would always be nervous. Oh, my God, what if he passes out somewhere? He's going to miss the flight, and he's got to stay here, blah, blah, blah. But he'd always make it, but smelling like booze and barely able to walk, but hey. Yeah, and then it's the nicest because I hate airports. I can't stand See, again, it. I hate waiting. Oh, I know. I hate the people in the airport. Yeah. That's so what it is. If I'm like just like sleepy, I can make it through. You know, I got all, all my documents. Just make it on the plane, pass out. By the time I land, I'm like sober and like ready to go. Had a good nap. No, Sarah, you have your dog. Would you ever travel with your dog? Because I know you said you really don't. Yeah, I can't. He's a rescue, and he has, like, a lot of anxieties and issues and, and stuff. See, so you I could can't use take him, him on a plane. No, you can. So I take him with my car. You could register him as an emotional support dog. Yeah. I don't know if he'd pass, though. He is so, he's, like, so anxiety-riddled. But that's why you're his emo- emotional support. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> sure. It's the opposite this time. Yeah, See, I, you know, I probably could. I was thinking about just because he's actually, he's gotten better over the years and he's really good with um, kids and with okay. like people. Also, I was thinking of actually going through the training and getting him registered as like a therapy dog and take him to hospitals mm. and um, things like that. So we'll see. Maybe I'll be able to take him one day. What about you, Juliet? Do you have any, are you a pet owner or not? I have a cat and I would yes. never, well, I've traveled with her once. I okay. adopted her when I lived in Los Angeles oh, okay. and the only time she's ever been on a plane was when I moved from LA to Chicago. Oh, right. um, and it was actually, it was right after nine 11 happened oh, sure. and security was just insane. I mean, they, they See, were, another reason. they were checking everybody and they actually pat my cat down. Are you <laughs> like, yeah, pack it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm dying. <laughs> He's dying. You made it last door. <laughs> oh, your poor cat. Is your cat oh. one like a chill cat or is it uh, like doesn't like being touched by strangers? At the time, she was pretty young. So she and she was so freaked out by everything of going course. on that she was just like, you know, in her bag and, you know, Aww. just kind of just huddled there. Um, 
and it was funny because to, to bring her on, like I had to get a ticket for her and everything. So it was, it was this whole crazy experience, but you know, now she's uh, she's practically 20. So she's a oh, cranky wow. old lady. I would never dream of taking her out of the house now. Yeah. I don't blame you. Same thing with me. I have two cats. They're about, I think 13 or 14 now. And yeah, I don't see them going anywhere because now they associate, they don't really go outside or anything. So now the only time they think to go outside is when they go to the vet. So they're petrified every time the door opens because all they know is the vet's sure. on the other side, right? So mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. But when I went to Vancouver, okay, I hope you didn't do this, Juliet, please, because we're, we're, we're vibing here and everything's going so great. But when I went to Vancouver, I saw the typical, I have to say, a crazy cat woman with, <laughs> I think she had two or three cats as carry-ons, and one of them was on a leash just walking around. Do, do you partake in uh, walking your cat? <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know how people get cats on leashes. I, okay, I think they're you. nailed to their necks. I do. Because it's true. if I even attempted to put my cat in a leash, I know. she would murder me. It's so true. I can't even put a collar on it, never mind. Right, exactly. I mean, they just if you do manage to get it on them, they just go limp. Yes, thank you. And then you're like dragging them, if anything. Right, yeah. So I, I don't know how that lady got her cat to deal with a leash but i wouldn't trust her now what about i wouldn't trust oh my her God. see that's what i said the crazy cow woman like she was like she literally looked I like i feel her. like that's a really good rule to live by like a life rule don't trust anyone who can put a leash on a cat you know what it's true because they're vibing on a different level yeah, with that yeah, thing yeah. man <laughs> oh shit i love that i love that i'm adding that to my life rules now, with Halloween around the corner, this is a very important question now. Do you guys dress your pets? I do. Oh, man. Oh, no. If, if I'm hosting, if I'm hosting something, I do. And okay. also, some, and I I only bought one costume for him, and it's, it's like a hot dog. And he looks ridiculous oh, in it. So sometimes I'll walk him around the neighborhood, too. It's more like yeah. for everyone else's enjoyment. Like, they'll be like, oh, my God, look That's at that true. dog. Or is it really for your enjoyment? No, because I take <laughs> it off right away as soon as okay. I, I get back in. And the only other time he wore it, I mean, I've had oh, him for five God. years, and he's only <laughs> worn it twice. But I was hosting a, a party, and I, I put it on him, and, you know, just for, <laughs> for laughs. Is he a dachshund? Um, no, he's he's a puggle, so he's a beagle and a pug mix. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but he's like, yeah, medium, small sized. He looks ridiculous in it. <laughs> well, if that's the case, if it's just meant to humiliate your pet, I guess it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. uh, but again, do you trust someone who could dress an animal? <laughs> <laughs> well, my guy, he's very complacent with me. Like I could do anything to him. Yeah. Does he know tricks? Do you play, uh, oh, do yeah. tricks with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you actually smart. trained him. He's not like a lazy dog. No, he's okay. very smart. I mean, yeah. I, I'm very impressed with him. I used to train dogs like before I got him. Oh, okay. And he, that's one of the thing, reasons why I fell in love with him was because he was so smart. I know. See, but that's the thing. It's hit and miss with dogs. You know, with a cat, they're always smart. It just depends dogs on their attitude. Dumb. All dogs are usually no, dumb. No, come on. There's some <laughs> smart dogs no. out there. No, there's, I'd say the majority of dogs are very dumb. <laughs> but so why do you love your dog? Because <laughs> he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was he was a mess when I first um, was training him before like I took him in, and he just so quickly yeah. learned. It. He just he's eager to he's he listens. He wants to learn. You can tell, yeah, he listens, and I'm like, wow, this is different than like 80 percent of the dogs that I've trained, and that's why you know what it's true because usually you need that trigger word for them to 
point your yeah. ears up and start He's listening to you. constantly listening. And this makes me sound like I'm He's obsessed with my dog. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I am. But when people come over, he like is actually listen. Like he'll sit there yeah. and he's listening to the conversation. Maybe he wants to see who's talking shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> then report back to you. Well, the reason why I bring up putting uh, costumes on dog. Okay, it's one thing to put it on a dog and a cat, but I'm sorry, Juliet. This has to be somewhere in the yeah. No, no, it's actually in Ontario. I was gonna say it's somewhere in in the south in the states, but it's actually in Ontario. Oh. So here, close to us, <laughs> there is an actual. Costume llama competition. So you dress your llama in a Halloween costume and first place gets a prize. My first question is, how many people are running around with pet llamas? Well, it is Canada. (laughs) (laughs) This this is totally outside my realm. (laughs) (laughs) Julie's going to think we're crazy in Canada. So you have to see... uh, Outside the outskirts of all the major metropolitans, everything that you guys think is Canada is Canada, I'm sorry to say. But the big cities, no. It's just like every other city. We have everything. We have running water. We have roofs over our heads. We don't live in igloos. We don't only eat mac and cheese. But in the outskirts, it could get pretty uh, sketchy. Pretty wild. Y'all keep llamas at pets. Okay, okay. This is I, I get it. I'm, I've got a picture in my head now. I'm sure it, it's completely <laughs> wrong and cliched, but it's cracking me up. Yeah. No, we have like llama farms and stuff, yeah, like not do. too far outside of Toronto. Yeah, like petting farms. Well, like I no, call them llama, spinning farms. It's like they llama spit all over you. I, oh yeah, I don't trust llamas. Yeah, they spit on you. They spit on you and eat your clothes. Yeah, it's true. They do. I know. But I feel like only as like people living in Canada. <laughs> vibing and agreeing on this we're like oh yeah those llamas okay now what do you guys think the first prize was it, it, it was a cash prize what do you think the first place prize is for dressing up your llama it was a cash prize yeah cash prize ontario in ontario um i'm going to guess fifteen thousand dollars okay you julia any guess yeah i I have I have no point of reference, so I'm just gonna say sure, higher than that. Well, these guys are both wrong. It's fifty dollars Canadian, <laughs> which amounts to about forty American. <laughs> I honestly thought it was gonna be like some ridiculous amount. See, that would make me want to dress my llama. It would be, yeah. But for fifty bucks, again, you're doing it for yourself. I'm yeah. sorry, this is not to win any cash money. And the first That's prize, gonna pay for the costume. Yeah. Well, you want to know where first place was? It was a llama dressed as a Reese's Pieces. Oh, my God. I wish you could see the photo. Well, I'm sure you could just Google it. Llama dressed as Reese's Pieces. I highly doubt that. She's going to look that up. I don't even know what to do with that. What? (laughs) Okay. What is a a llama? Is it a camel? Is it a horse? Is it a donkey? Is it a mix of something? It's like an alpaca. Or that. I was just going to say, what's an alpaca? I mean, Thank what's you. the difference? You see? Is one female, one male? Maybe that's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough Actually, about you know what? I think it's the ears. Oh. I think alpaca have, like, really pointy ears, and llamas have, like, floppy ears. Well, you are right there. Llamas do have floppy ears, and they have the little shaggy hair on top. What about their, like, feet or their hooves? Or what? Does one have hooves and one That's what I'm saying like... about donkeys and stuff. Is it... Feet? <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, obviously, we don't know enough about animals here. But llamas. Can you imagine? Okay, 50 bucks. Again, I know farmers are hurting right now in the business, but come on, man. 
Like, I'm sure you, you could probably sell your llama for more than that. Yeah. And get a better return. You could eat your llama. Yeah. Actually, yeah, and then save on groceries. <laughs> I heard llama burgers are pretty good. I mean, when I used to live outside of Toronto um, in the farmland for two years before I started doing stand-up. And oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, there's llama <laughs> farms. There's all kinds of farms up there. And, and so, yeah, you do end up eating, like, llama meat and, and stuff like that. It's very normal in Ontario. Everything. Moose. Oh, ostrich. We have ostrich farms, too. Yeah. You can buy ostrich eggs and stuff and eat those. Ostrich is good. I've eaten ostrich burgers before. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. That egg is just way too big. Like I've seen someone actually fry. Like someone cracked that egg and fried it in front of me. It like bleh, just thinking mm-hmm. about it. Like it was just. It looked like soup. It was just so much egg. Like I've never seen an egg come up with so much yolk and white in it. It's like oh my yeah, god. Yeah, eggs in general are kind of gross when you think about eating an egg. Well, obviously, it's yeah. An embryo. You can't think about it too hard. <laughs> That's why no. Yeah, milk freaks me out too. Why? Because it comes Ooh, out of a nipple. Yeah, milk is milk is gross, mm-hmm. but I love cream and I love cheese. Yeah, I'm a cheese guy too. Yeah, cheese is very good. Yeah, dairy kind of freaks me out a little bit, but just like milk because it's it's like growth formula for calves. And well, for like, but think about it. Right? We're the only species on Earth that eats another animal's or drinks another animal's milk. No other animal does yeah, that. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it freaks me out. That's one thing that I, not many things freak me out, but that milk. Does. Okay. Yeah. So how do you take your coffee? Black. Well, oh, like absolutely. My men. The only uh, one. You bet me to it, man. I wish I wasn't sick. <laughs> Okay, I usually end with my guests. Unless you have anything you want to add, Juliet, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to discuss, if you have anything else about llamas, maybe some knowledge for us. I was actually trying to come up with a llama and bourbon connection, but I'm, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I have one question, one last okay, question. Go for it. Um, because, so I do stand up comedy. Um, I'm trying to get more into writing. And I mean, it, it, it's more like I'm working on a screenplay right now, but. And it's a piece that's, like, a little bit close to myself, and I'm trying to use it to be, like, a cathartic kind of writing experience, but uh, I almost feel like I'm too close to it. So I don't know if you maybe have any kind of strategies or um, anything that you do to help yourself if you're stumped or if you feel like... Like, right now, for me, it's just I'm a bit too close to the story, so I don't know if I should change the story or, like, add more fiction to it. And I was just curious, like, what you would recommend. I would suggest journaling for a couple of weeks. Don't even think about it. Just get a notebook and just kind of stream of consciousness, write about your day. Just, you know, I did this today. It made me feel this way. You know, I met this person. Describe them. Uh, Just kind of practice your writing a little bit in a completely, you know, unconventional way. You know, it's nothing that's ever going to see the light of day. And... The more you do that, the easier it will get for you to turn those feelings and impressions into something that can become a story. You know, the, the more you train yourself to look for the little details and then write about them, the the more you're going to be able to bring them to life. Wow, that's amazing advice. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. No, I, you know, it's funny. I talk to a lot of comedians on the podcast. I do interviews on the podcast, too, and... Um, you know, I just had Burt Kreischer on oh, nice. and we were, you know, we were talking about his process for coming up with material and it, 
no comedian I've ever met ever admits to being a writer, but I feel like you all are in your own way, you know, in the way that you come up with your material. So it's, you know, it's just a matter of translating those, those ideas into, into a different format. Hmm. You learn something new every day. Yeah, no, I, I'm very happy to hear that. I didn't even like think about that, like journaling and that's, I I was like taking notes (laughs) in my brain. I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) this is like really, really good advice. Yeah. And most importantly, you got a journal when drinking bourbon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It helps. I mean, having a, you know, a cocktail by your side, it it actually, you know, it kind of takes some of those inhibitions away. I mean, if the more cocktails you have, the worse it gets. (laughs) So, you know, you got to balance things out a little bit, but yeah, whatever works. Or by this time next week, Marijuana will be legalized in, in our fair country oh, yeah. of Canada, so you could spark it up and let your juices flow. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Right? All right, so from very smart, intelligent advice to very stupid, I guess, out-of-the-box game that I usually have at the end, at the end of the show with my guests called the Dumb Law Game. So I will present to you three laws. One of them is true. And two of them are fake. So you have to obviously guess the correct one. So are you up for this, Juliet? Sure, have at it. Okay, I have three categories. I have American laws, Canadian laws, and world laws. What do you want to take a crack at first? Um, well, I'll go with American. That's, that's my point of reference. All right, let's do this. <clears throat> so one of these is an actual, real dumb law. you got to figure out which one. Okay. So in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania... It is illegal to distribute cereal without a license. In Auburn, Alabama, it is illegal to deflower a virgin regardless of age and marital status. In Schaumburg, Illinois, it is illegal to serve apple pie without a glass of milk. What was the second one? The uh, deflowering a virgin? Yes, in Auburn, Alabama, it is illegal to deflower a virgin regardless of age and marital status. And you want me to tell you the one that is actually a law? Yes, that you will get fined or imprisoned for. I'm going with Schomburg. You are incorrect. Hmm. It is the one you actually asked about. You cannot was do it fl- really? Oh, I was like, that just seems kind of, I don't know what to do with that one. But then I'm like, well, it's oh, kind of easy. You just go to the next, you just go over to the next state over and deflower over there and then come back. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> all right. You're all for one. Let's see if you could redeem yourself here. What do you, you want America? Uh, sorry, you did American Canadian or world. I give me world. All right. In Thailand, it is illegal to leave your house. If you're not wearing underwear in Chile, it is illegal to remarry. If you are a widow. In Greece, it is illegal to purchase a television more than once a year. I'm going with the second one. The chilly one? Illegal to remarry? Yeah. Oh, you're 0 for 2. It was the Thailand oh. one. You cannot leave your house with underwear without underwear. How do they check that? Now, that's a job. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good job or a bad job. One guy is wandering the streets going, hey. Dude, you wearing underwear? Let me see. <laughs> you know what? That is true. I don't know how, like even us, this is not part of it. I just thought of one off the top of my head because I, I live in Etobicoke and Sarah's familiar with this part of town in Toronto. And we have a law where you cannot fill your bathtub more than three inches of water or something. And it's like, well, then you're not really taking a bath, are you? So what's even the point? You're literally just you're... splashing water. Like, I didn't know that. Did, yeah. Who's enforcing Thank you. that? 
uh, next time my wife takes a bath and she pisses me off, I'm calling the police on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll end That's it off. Learner. Yeah, you know what? That's true. Or it might even irritate her even more. Who knows? <laughs> All right, the last one. Let's see if you can at least get one of these right here. Again, no pressure. Only two of my guests have ever gone perfect, and I think only one has passed. So don't feel bad. Most guests don't get these because obviously... No, I'm average. I love it. They are, they are dumb laws, right? So, All right, so we'll go with Canadian. In Barrie, Ontario, it is illegal to play the sport of baseball. In Souris, Prince Edward Island, it is illegal to build a snowman over 30 inches tall. In Brandon, Manitoba, it is illegal for a male over 20 to urinate sitting down. What was that first one? First one was, in Barrie, Ontario, it is illegal to play the sport of baseball. I'm going with that. I am so sorry. It's, I mean that you can enforce that. It's it's reasonable. You can break up a game. Who's checking how you pee? <laughs> Actually, it's not the pee one. It's the snowman one. Oh, all right, I feel better. Okay. You can't build a snowman. Okay, I get that. I get okay. that. All right, he's too tall. All right, fine. That's <laughs> stupid, but whatever. Well, if you thought you were smart before this. I don't know what to say moving forward, but... No, no, clearly I'm a moron. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Like I said, it's dumb laws, so it's all in good fun. If you have anything else you want to plug, if you want to share anything, like I said, floor's all yours, Juliet. Uh, yeah, just go to theunwritablerant.com. That's my website. You will find my podcast there. You'll find all of the episodes of it. Uh, you will find how to connect with me on social media, my YouTube channel, and as well, my book is also there. So, theunwritablerant.com. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you for being a guest of my award-winning show, because I have won a podcast award now, so i got to start saying <laughs> well, that. Pants Ooh. pants. That's awesome. I Thanks try. for having me on. Not a problem. You're always welcome back, Juliet. I would love to come back. You guys have been so much fun. Thank you. Thanks. Talk to you soon. You too. Bye. So, that was the very talented, like I said, and inspirational. Yeah. She's my new Julia BFF. Miranda. Oh, my God. You see? I bring joy to everybody who <laughs> listens or shows up on the show. <laughs> so how was it? Did you enjoy interview? I'm doing quotations. Interviewing someone? Yeah. This was the first time I've ever co-host okay. um, on, like, a podcast. So that was super fun. Well, I think you're doing fine. So I could easily say now that you're always welcome back to co-host if you ever want to <laughs> imagine you were like that was terrible and like right live on your podcast i just get like torn apart well i felt bad for juliet not even getting one right of the dumb laws game because what i usually say at the beginning but i don't want to be an asshole i usually say is if if you don't pass this game then you're not welcome back so that's a little <laughs> bit more pressure so i don't think i got any of them right when so I you were doing on. it in your head too D did i get any of them Right? I, I can't remember. You didn't tell me what you picked. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? What? Your world doesn't revolve around me? <laughs> what? You don't think You were about... here during the interview? Yeah, you don't think about uh, our podcast that we recorded all those months ago? Oh, my Every goodness. day? So how's your brother doing, by the way? <laughs> How's your brother doing? <laughs> Sorry. We'll Inside be... joke. Yeah. Exactly. So now you know. If you like this episode, go back and listen to Hello, Sarah. Which you actually Which changed. I changed. <laughs> I changed my username. You ruined the name of the episode now. Now it's not going to make sense. Now every, you, everyone has to go back like to understand what we're talking about. Okay. So you're into comics? Yes. Now. Ever, ever since I but was But I always old. ask, 
DC or Marvel? Marvel. Oh, okay. Fuck DC. Oh, you don't even care. Yeah. So nothing, no Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman? Nope. Wow. Not a fan of all that. So who's your favorite superhero? Um, If you had gun to your head. Not villain, superhero. Yeah, it can't be like a villain or like well, anti-hero. I, I, I could or ask like, you villain as well. Um, you know what? Fine. The Silver Surfer is probably my well, favorite. Well, he's in between, so he could go All either way. No, no, no. In between, though, the ones that I like. See, okay, this is how I justify my comic book knowledge. Mm-hmm. When I started not reading, but okay, Wolverine. Okay, because he's Canadian. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> when I started reading comics or into the comic 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 genre. I associate all my memories with what was happening in the storyline at that time. So when Mm -hmm. I got into Silver Surfer, he was already fighting against Galactus. He wasn't his little bitch. So to me, Silver Surfer's a good guy. So when I played a Silver Surfer game for the first time, or when I played a Marvel game back in the day, and he was a bad guy, I was like, what the fuck? No, these guys are fucked up. He's a good guy. He doesn't doesn't work with Galactus. So, the the, okay, the Silver Surfer, he has so many stories, and he's his own, like, standalone character, and that's why I love his stories. But... I like him, um, I'd have to say his storyline of when he fights Galactus is like the worst really? out of all the other but stories that's the one everyone him. knows about. Yeah, I know. Because it's based, because he's on Earth with a Fantastic Four. But everything Thank you, before and I was just that, say that, that's why. Yeah, everything before that, everything um, after that uh, is like way better. So are you into the, like, the sci-fi part, like the, like the Thanoses and, what's the, the what are they, the Kremlin? No, the Scroll. Those are more oh, aliens. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, the guardians like that, uh, like superheroes that are not on Earth, or do you like the ones that are on Earth? Because I never liked those. Like even guardians, I'm still. The only reason why I liked them is because of the movies. But mm-hmm. before that, I didn't know anyone from a hole in the wall. Really. I I mean I've read them since I was little. Oh, so, so you even read the comic books? Oh yeah. Do you still own them? Or, oh yeah. Or, I just so you I literally just bought. Um, now that you still buy. Wolverine is back, yeah. I what do you mean that- he's back? Oops, should I not say it? Hey, <laughs> I don't care. Spoiler yeah. alert, but I just want to know for myself. Okay, so in the story, in the comics, Wolverine died. It, was this the one where he died where Magneto took out a skeleton? No. See, that's, see, that's where I left one. off. So I thought he was dead this whole time. So he died twice. So who I'm, killed him this time? I'm trying to... Uh, well, yeah, he dies all the time. But anyways, he was dead and then now he's back okay. and... And I just, I ran out, like, literally when the issue came out. And I ran out and How I bought it. How much do comic it. books go for nowadays? I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Is it five, ten bucks? Yeah. Probably more now. It, just, like, it depends. It's well, like it's like, if you buy the, the graphic novel, like, obviously. Oh, no. I'm talking combined, about, like, real comic book where it takes you literally an hour to cheap. read it. Yeah, they're okay. still cheap. Do they even still have comic book stores? Yes. Wow, you are so out of the loop. Of course. I have, I have video games and movies now. That's why I don't need Shout them. Shout out to Excalibur Comic Books. That's my friend's store. He sure. owns a comic book store. and Makes sense, Excalibur, sure. But I actually connected with the guy who wrote that... Um, the Wolverine? The Wolverine story of okay. him coming back. And now he has hot claws, where his claws um, are like on... Not... They're like hot. I don't know how to explain it. Were they're they not like colds or something? It's like, you Adamantium know... Cold? You know... Yeah, it's like when... when um, What is it? A blacksmith? Like he's hitting a... I really got to see the, metal turns. the way my brain thinks because I always need a scientific way of thinking of stuff because I'm a huge space nerd and all that. So I'm assuming 
when he extracts his claws, there's some kind of friction that happens where they come out as flames. Yeah. See? <laughs> and that's like what's new See, that makes sense. about Wolverine. But he's still with the X-Men and everything's still cool or... No, he doesn't remember who he is. So is this like another Weapon X? Because to me, that was the favorite storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, his. oh my God, how he, he wrote it. Yeah, he's like, he was escaping from a lab. Like there's bodies decapitated everywhere. He's like got blood all over him. He's It's exactly like how Wolverine should be done. That, exactly. And so... Like I, the last... Yeah. Was it the last movie that was rated R? Logan? Yeah. Was yeah. that one? Yeah. I think it was rated R. It wasn't the best one, but it had the potential to be the best because... It was good. And I love X-23, his daughter. It's not really his daughter, but they, they used his DNA. Now you're going really down the nerd hole. So, no, X-23 is like the female version of Wolverine. Wasn't that his girlfriend? No. The one with the long claws, remember her? That oh, That used he- to wear like... Yeah. The one from Japan that wore the... They were never in a relationship. I don't know. I'm, I'm, see, I, I watched a cartoon. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to an expert, okay? You gotta... <laughs> I'm trying to stump you here. Yeah. So Silver Surfer, okay, what about villain? Venom, and the... Deadpool. Those were but my Deadpool, favorite. I, see, you like the, the tweeners. Because Venom I... plays good guys sometimes, yeah. too. Carnage is just fucked. But Venom sometimes yeah. has a brain. That's That's why... Okay, so for me... It's hard because everyone's always like, oh, yeah, I love Deadpool now. I love Venom. And they all think I'm jumping on the train just because the movies came out. But these were my favorites since I was, like, 12, oh, like, goodness. when I was little. And everyone's like, why? I love Superman and Batman. They're like, why don't you? They're like, why do you like Deadpool? You know, he's lame. You're like, a weirdo. You know, yeah, everyone thought I was such a weirdo. But it was because I read all of the comics. I used to actually read DC back then, too. Okay. And Deadpool was so cool because he would talk to the reader. He would make... Pop culture references. Break the what is it? Fourth wall or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like he was so it was so refreshing. Like that it was such a different character, and he was also way more insane and like scary in the comics. Oh, he was psycho. So yeah, that's borderline. Yeah, that's why I like really liked him. And then Venom. Venom was the only character that actually like terrified me as like a little kid you know he what? was just so chaotic the way and they so drew powerful. him back in the day with all the saliva and his claw and how he's so muscular yeah <sighs> and that oh, was right classic. around when i i loved like spawn do you remember like spawn yeah, and, spawn. and like aliens yeah. right yeah. so because of that um i just loved venom but now because of the movies and everything everyone's like oh you just like it because they're popular okay. now without ruining and spoiling the movie I'm assuming you watched it? Yeah. Since you're a real nerd, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay or nay? Should people go watch it or no? I liked it. Okay. You don't yeah. need to say more if you don't want to. I yeah, a lot of people have been asking me. See, and, and that's I what it. I get. I get, again, it's... And I go more with the people that are in the genre and that actually know about it. Those people are all saying it's good. Mm-hmm. All the regular critics that are not into the Marvel say it sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you don't really know the genre. You don't know probably the backstories and everything, so... Okay, yeah. does it quench the fanboy thirst or fangirl thirst? Yes. Okay, then that's all yeah. that matters to me. Yeah. Like honestly, in all these movies, that's all that really matters. What I say, uh, what I say is, it's not going to be the best superhero, whatever. Of course, anti-hero. And plus, it's Sony. It's not attached. Yeah. Is it attached to the MCU? No, he doesn't. <sighs> he doesn't have the like Spider-Man um, logo on his chest. There's like okay, so it's, it's Sony. its own thing. Because yeah. I heard they were trying to do like a story arc where it could mm-hmm. cross over to the Avengers eventually. I don't think so. No, okay. I don't. Well, how they've don't done know. this movie, I don't. I don't okay. see that happening. Good enough. Good enough. Um, but yeah, like if, if you don't know anything about Venom, mm-hmm. you will still like it. Oh, okay. Um, if you do know anything about Venom, you will still like it. The only bad thing about it, like I said, it's not going to be very memorable. Like you'll enjoy it and it's entertaining and you'll be like, right. that was a good movie, but you're not going to remember it like a couple months later when another movie comes out. 
and it also is not rated R. Those are the only bad things I could say about it. I know, right? Other than that, it's fun, and you should go see it. So I'll eventually probably see it. Okay, so what's your favorite superhero movie that's come out to this day so far? Deadpool. The first or second? Both. They're both done very well. Are you serious? You like even... I found... Okay. I like them both too. Don't get me wrong. But the first one was so much better because it was something so different. Mm-hmm. And to me, if part two felt like the same, just a little different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was the same type of vibe, same everything. But it's like, okay, I've seen it, been there, done that type deal where... Mm-hmm. Okay, if they didn't make this, I would not be. What it would not be part, missed, you know what I mean? Which movie was it where he just cuts off his arm? Fuck. I don't know, but things like that. He just cuts off his arm, he well, tries he, to kill again, himself. Again, spoiler alert at the beginning, he blows himself up and you see his head coming Yeah, he tries the to kill himself and, multiple times. Yeah, of I think course. I think both of them were great. Well, I guess the story arc, yes, but again, it was the same, like, tongue in cheek type of thing. And it's like. It's always going to be like that, probably. Know, you know what? That is true. Because that's Deadpool. See, but that's the thing. And this is my argument as well. Some movies just need to have one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some don't really necessarily need oh, yeah, a sequel, right? It's all about money, right? Well, wasn't everything about fucking money? Yeah. They're like, let's make more. We make more money. But at the same time, you know, as a Deadpool fan, I love it. Why wouldn't I want to see more movies about yeah, one of again, my favorite you're, you're characters? You're diehard, though. Okay, what about video games? You said you're into video games. Yeah, I love video games. What's your favorite superhero video game? Oh, I don't play superhero video games, actually. <laughs> Okay, so what type of video games do you I play? I play first-person shooters. What? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, fucking, I'm sorry to be sexist. I thought you were going to say, like, Candy Crush or something. No, and so I actually, I never jumped on the, like, Nintendo train. Like, I never, okay. I don't like Mario anything. Oh, really? No, I'm not into that stuff. I like shooters and real-time strategy. So what system did you grow up with? Like, a PlayStation? Um, PC Master Race. Oh, wow, you're... <laughs> You're a pure nerd, eh? Holy yeah. shit. Did you build your own fucking... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I used to God. build my own rigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you even know the terminology, rigs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I actually, like, <laughs> before I started doing... So, before I started doing stand-up... Okay. And I never like admitting this because people have found my old videos. Uh-oh. I used to I'm review video games. Fuck Like, off. before Twitch, before, like, YouTube blew up and everything. Right. YouTube was still around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not what it is... Today. Now, even non-video game shit is streamed on Twitch. You exactly. Know I mean? it's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. And I... So, before all of that, I used to review video games. Okay. And... Which game did you review, may I ask? No, I'm not going to say, because there's still... I think somewhere's still up there. Okay, how about People this? have found it. What game would you want to review if you had the chance to go back now? Um... Uh, I don't know. Call of Duty. <laughs> I, I, I Is that your know. favorite? Oh, what about Fortnite? Are you in the whole Fortnite oh, I business? Haven't, that's one game I haven't Don't. played. Don't. I haven't played Fortnite. See, I'm not into those type of games anyways. I'm not yeah. a first-person multiplayer type shooter. To me, it's like either third-person or if it's a one-person, it's got to be like a heavy story arc, mm-hmm. 60 hours, single-player, just by myself. That's it. Yeah. Because my ego can't take losing to 10-year-olds. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love that. I used to... Okay, so growing up, obviously... Um, I didn't really have any girlfriends or like friends that played video games, okay. especially like first person shooters. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would invite them over and I used to play this game. Like I used to play Halo a lot and yeah, I would play this game where, um, if they could, if they could catch me, like mm-hmm. I'd run around the map and if they could catch me, then I'd like let them shoot me. 
So well, I would so play could, it that way. They could uh, rank up faster or something? or They just know, like, when it came over, they sucked at first-person shooters, and they didn't oh, want to play it normally. Oh, I see what you're saying. they just kept dying. Okay, So we yeah. played this kind of hide-and-seek thing. Yeah, yeah. But then it was so much fun, because I would, like, literally be dodging their, like, shots, like, striping back and forth right. and stuff, and jumping and be like, why aren't you shooting? Why can't you shoot me? And... I would basically just taunt them for, like, an hour. And my friends were like, I don't want to come over anymore. Can't we just, like, I don't You're know. a video game bully. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> but Team Fortress was, like. I heard of that game. Yeah. That's that's my Fortnite, I guess. Okay. It's sort of. Well, not sort of. I can't say it's the same because I haven't played either one. But it's mm-hmm. the first person, I guess, multi. What, what do they call it now? Not multiplayer. It's. Massive that's, multiplayer online game? I think that's different. Than that's I different. Know, like, I can't remember. Uh, whatever. I'm sick. Like I said. I, but, I yeah, before... Eventually. Oh, yeah, we derailed. What I what I wanted to say was before I started doing stand-up, right. I was going to go back to reviewing really? video games. Yeah, and do a Twitch account and that, all, that whole thing. And then I... Because I did have a huge following with that exactly. when I was doing okay. it. Makes and sense. I actually used to make money off of it. Like, my so, YouTube videos so and everything. So you must really love comedy, then. <laughs> I was gonna go back, and then I saw how saturated the market is now, and I was like, everything. I was like, oh my god, there's so many female gamers and stuff now. I was like, this is hard, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna go into stand up comedy. Well, like I just mentioned with Julia, you're speaking with a podcaster here. How many of us there are a day now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You should have stuck it. If you had a following, you could have translated comedy. You could have been the comedic reviewer. I know. How many people are doing that? Think a about l- it. A lot of my followers. Like, now I'll stream on Periscope, and they'll mm. see me playing video games. Like, right now I'm playing Cuphead, and I'm playing a few other video yeah, games. I don't know, PC games. Sorry. Uh, this is on Xbox One. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm a PlayStation guy. And sometimes I'll do, like, shooter games and stuff, and I stream it, and everyone's like, you should be on, like, uh, Twitch. You'd be so funny to listen to, da-da-da. But it's just, like, already doing stand-up is, like, full-time. Yeah, it's like, it's so hard. For, it's like, oh, that would be... I'd probably... I would do it in the future if I had someone to like hire to like edit and just like. Do well, it you all could for even me. do like, throwing off the top of my head, once a month or once every two months a live stream, and you let people know ahead of time so then they could just see you live and that's it. Like that, you don't need to edit, you don't need to do anything. You just hit record and go. Yeah, and that's it. I don't know. It's still for me. It still sounds like so much work. I'm such a perfectionist. Like anything that I, I do, I like. I I have like control problems. <laughs> like it has to be perfect, yeah, and I, I have to be like in control. Trust of it. me, I do everything for the show too now, and yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do it before. Like even when it was me and my cousin, or when Master P was on before, we'd sort of split it. Now I just can't mm-hmm. because there were so many things. And then even my wife says she's like, I would tell her too. I'm like, okay, the show's edited. So and so, right at this mark, you're gonna see something wrong. She texts me. She's like, what was wrong? She's like, you didn't notice it. And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, now you're just being nice. She's like, no, I didn't notice anything. It's like the slightest little thing. <laughs> I know it because I fucked up, but other yeah. people don't. So I'm starting to learn that too. But no, I totally understand the control yeah. aspect because you you are the only one who knows your own vision. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't exactly. understand. To me, I'm sorry. I want to call out all these people. People who have assistants and stuff that do everything for them. Makes no sense. Yeah. Like, this is like the only, if I, under the umbrella of like, Sarah run comedy or whatever something like doing this see, twitch thing is the only thing that i'd be but okay that's different though because like now you're forming like a company and you have like see yeah. you know i'm saying like literally someone who walks around you and literally pretends to know what you're thinking and meanwhile mm-hmm. knows nothing that you're thinking and yeah. you're always getting angry at them just because they wipe your ass you know what I mean? <laughs> that's yeah. what i'm talking about personally so you don't play anything that's new not even well you can't play the new spider-man game because it's on PlayStation. I don't play... I don't like superhero games. why don't you? Because I feel like it's just it's a, a money a grab. It's oh. just like a... Like, In what sense, though? 
like even the Deadpool two game that came out for Xbox One. Yeah, that one was even, pretty crappy. Yeah, it's it's. It I was mean, repetitive. It's like button mashing. I don't know. A lot of superhero games are just very disappointing to me, and it's for people who don't actually play video games. If that makes sense. I see where you're coming from. It's yeah, it's just like oh, press this button, this button, and it's a combo, and it like attacks someone. Well, you know what? It's true because originally, when video games, when superhero video games came out, they were meant to be attached to. A movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember back in yeah. now. I'm going way back to like Nintendo and Super Nintendo when they would come out with a ta- again, like even Jurassic Park, like all, all the time. And then yeah. they just stopped. Why? Because all these games were garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, they are garbage. <laughs> because people don't understand that a life cycle, like to produce a game, literally takes almost two to three years. Mm-hmm. A movie takes less than that sometimes. So they pump out the movie faster. The game has to be done at the exact same time, even if it's not finished. So yeah. you get broken games, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just they they've not been. My Even the thing. Batman game, those are awesome. The only, well, but you're not DC, that's right. The only game that I guess is like attached to movies is mm. I think that Lucas Art films or they do a really good job at the Star Wars games. Okay, like well, but those are shooters, like Battlefront. And, is that what you're talking Battlefront, about? Battlefront, yeah, Battlefront's awesome, but also the ones where what what was it called? It was something Revenge of the Sith, and uh, I can't remember. But all okay. those ones are great, where you're a Jedi oh, really? and you go around and. All of those ones are done very well. All the Star Wars games. So for you, would you... Okay, like now the whole new thing is old is new. Like they're dropping the classic Nintendo, classic Super Nintendo. Now oh they even God. announced they're dropping the classic PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Would I you still go have back? one. Would you go back and play all these old games to see what the hype's about? Or do you even care? No. Like I actually still have all these. Like I have like an Atari and like the original like PlayStation Ooh. 1 original okay. Game Boys. Like I have all the... Because that's what I like... I grew up like yeah. playing with them, and I just kept them. Um, like I love Bomberman and things like yeah, that. Yeah, Bomberman was a good game. But it's it's so frustrating because, like you know, E3, yeah, of the course. convention, like yeah. video game convention, San Diego every year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been not. I'd say the past like three years have been nothing but remakes of like all the video games. Yeah, and it's extremely frustrating. Like, I always look forward to E3 to see all the new technology and the new games coming out. And now they've just been like, oh, a throwback, we're bringing back this. And it's very um, obvious that it's just, like, for money, you know. Well, of course. Like, even... And they're like, it's a new generation of gamers. It's like, nah, I think you just, no. you want to make more money. Yeah. Like, today even, they announced that on the Switch, on their virtual console where you could download old Nintendo games, they re-released the original Zelda game mm-hmm. with an easy mode. Yeah, so it's not for, like, real gamers. So, well, but I, have you ever played that game? Yes, I have. There's, like, no map. Or if there is a map, I think it's, like, dots yeah. on, on a square. You have no idea what you're doing. Mm-hmm. No one tells you what to do. You yeah. just randomly just go the and... <laughs> I, I don't have the patience anymore, man. I, I remember there's this game called Alundra, and <laughs> it's, like, it's similar to Zelda. Okay. And this was, like, their, on the original PlayStation. I remember going online and you'd go to like some random website that hardly anyone went to sure. and it was the whole walkthrough that someone had typed up and like po- posted and like hosted on a website okay. and we would print print it out and we'd have like a stack of papers that we would to collectively go through and be like, okay, now you have to go through the cave and then we'd like read off the paper that we printed off from the I've internet and like... This is before they came up with guides and things like that for, like, video yep. games like Fallout and whatever. But we used to play Alundra and then, yeah, I don't know. I'm all for, like, I don't think video games should be easy. That's why I play Cuphead. It's one of the hardest video games ever. See, I understand when I was your age, it was the same thing. As you get older, your patience gets very thin. When I used to, I, I would, 
like I would be so honored to clear a game that was so hard. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I cleared this game. I'd be like, really? I couldn't even pass the first level. Yeah. I used to love it. The more repetitiveness, the more I died, the more it fueled me to clear it. Yeah. Now, if I die in a game twice, mer- reset or that's it. I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't have patience to figure out. Oh, yeah. Do not like, play Cuphead. And <laughs> even like patterns, like for example, everyone's played a Mega Man game in their life. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. who you are. So you understand that even during the boss levels, there's patterns. Yeah. So if you're a gamer, you know what patterns are. So when a, I can't sit there and memorize the guy's pattern and then pull it off perfectly every single fucking time. <laughs> like the, I guess the hand-eye coordination isn't there anymore or something. Yeah. So now I play everything either on very easy or easy because I want mm-hmm. the experience. Yeah. Not the, I guess, and that's the fine. hardness of that's it. That's fine. Yeah. But, I, um, I try very hard not to be like a judgmental gamer because I, I, I've caught myself a few times and I need to like be aware of that and not be like elitist and stuff like my i actually had a clip you might have seen this on my instagram mm. of my mother calling me a nerd because maybe I, no mind you i don't really watch my stories with volume on so okay. for what it's worth so sometimes i just see people and i'm like skip yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry not gonna lie yeah i skip through like a lot we of all do it stuff. come on but that, uh, that's also why I don't follow very many people because the people I do follow, I, I do want, want to see their content. Thank you. And that's what yeah. I say. If I don't know you personally and if I haven't had a conversation with mm-hmm. you or obviously if you haven't been on the show because to me that's a conversation, yeah. I'm, I can't follow you. Like I don't know yeah. you. Like I'm sorry if people try and follow me but for me, Instagram and Twitter – Follow whore. I'll follow anybody. I don't give a shit because it's Twitter. <laughs> All my social media. I only follow people that oh, content wow. I want to see. Oh, there you go. But yeah. what if, once you blow up and the fans want to follow you? They, well, why be, do I? Why do I have to follow fans? Don't be like that. Fun, oh, I so hate it. Like, okay, you're so cool. Like, I can't remember who. Like, I think it's no, not Kanye. Someone, some huge celebrity, zero followers, and he has like he follows nobody, mm-hmm. and he has like five million followers. Like, that's a douche move, man. Yeah. That, like, yeah. why are you not following nobody? Like, yeah. come on. No, I'm very, for my, and I've had people get offended and block me and stuff because Fuck of off. it because I won't follow them back. But for me, it's like I. All the people I follow, I either know in real life or they're posting content that I want to see because I I kind of messed up. Like when I was active on Facebook and when Facebook first came out, mm. I just like added everyone and everyone that added me. And then I had to oh. filter through all this crap and garbage and things that I maybe know. made me upset or made me angry. But on my like social media now, I only follow people who are doing projects that I'm interested in or have like Smart. positive stuff or, you know, and that way it kind of filters out anything that might negatively like affect me or make me feel bad or whatever. Like, That's I don't know. True. Well, I just don't understand how people get pissed off when you do what you want to do with your own social media mm-hmm. account. Like, okay, there's a thin line yeah, here. it's my social media it's yours. account. Now, if you're going off on rants and tagging people, I understand mm-hmm. because now you're forcefully trying to harm someone. But if, you don't want to follow a certain person. If you don't want to retweet, you should never, like even when guests come on after we finish wrapping up, I always tell them too, you don't feel like you're obligated to retweet. If you want to, you want to. That's it. Like yeah. I, I'm not going to get offended because you already came on the show. So I already know that you wanted to do this. So how can I get pissed off if you don't retweet? Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, people like don't understand the big picture of things. Mm-hmm. And again, unless you're attacking the person directly, you could do whatever the fuck yeah. you want with your like account. I'll, I'll share the story of the person that blocked me. So we connected through Periscope. We okay. would always like stream and watch each other's streams and like kind of support each other. And then, uh, so I naturally started following them on Twitter. Twi- Twitter when I started my Twitter account. Right. Um, but they would post like they were constantly just hitting on people, and so it would show up on my feed. Oh. And they were constantly just like 
posting gym selfies and, like, I don't know, just stuff I wasn't interested in. Of course, yeah. So I unfollowed them eventually because I was like, ah, I don't want to, like, see this stuff. It doesn't interest me. It's your choice. Exactly. And then they messaged me right away and they're like, how come you unfollowed me? And I was like, oh, I just, like, I was, like, I was honest. I was like, oh, well, you're, literally all you post is you hitting on people and, like, gym selfies and, like, you topless. And I'm I'm like, I'm just not really... I'm, like, I'm trying to just follow comedians and, like, stay up to date with, like, comedy and, and you, you know, things that interest me. That's perfectly and fine. they just, yeah, like, started, like, swearing at me, got, like, super angry. They're like, how could you? How dare you? Oh, you're going to unfollow me? Because they had, like, I don't know, more followers and oh, stuff. Oh, my, of and course. And then they're like, ha, ha, that's funny. And then they, like, blocked me. And I was like, what just happened? I'm so confused. Like I said, Eagle's a motherfucker, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I I've I have people all the time that are like, "Why don't you follow me back?" and it's That's like so dumb. I don't know, you, you just don't post content that I'm interested in. I know it's so true. And again, it's my eyes, it's what I want to mm-hmm. see. You don't hear about cuz I don't have cable TV. So, I don't hear CBC calling me and saying, "Why aren't you watching my my <laughs> show? Why did you get rid of cable for, man? You hurt my feelings." Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think I would ever ask someone why they don't follow me. Like, right? I wouldn't do that to someone. Exactly. And if it was by mistake, when you eventually talk through social media, they'll follow you again. Because mm-hmm. that's happened a few times where, like, I've had some people who've purged their accounts. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, retweet this or like this. Then I'll start following you back. Yeah. You can't get to everybody. Yeah. So it's like two weeks later, then they start following you. It's like, oh, it's because, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You probably forgot or whatnot. And it's like... I know, I know, and I've had people ask me. They're like, they're like, pisses me off. Oh, do you want me to follow you, or like, do you want me to follow you back? I never ask people. I'm like, do "Do whatever you want. (laughs) Before I used to do it because Master P ran the podcast account. Mm -hmm. Now I'm running it, so I would not. I would Master P would tell me. Master P would tell the guest to DM me. Yeah. So in order to, and my account is closed, so you have to follow me to DM me. Mm -hmm. So that was the only thing. But now that I run both, I don't say follow me, nothing. If you, Because now I'm reaching out to people who yeah. actually have their DMs open, right? So it's not like they have to follow me. And I don't, like I said. Yeah, there's tons of people that I actually know in real life, uh, like comedians and, and, you know, people who are quite popular. Right. And they have followed me and then they've unfollowed me and then followed me. And it's like, I could care less. The fact, like, I have their number. I can text <laughs> them whenever I want. So I don't care if they follow me or they don't follow me or and if someone's running you. their social media account. Because like, you have the two. You have the strangers. And mm-hmm. if you stop following me or vice versa, who cares? Because we don't know each other. Yeah. And then you have the people who do know you. And it's like, yeah, you could talk to me whenever you want. So yeah. who fucking it's cares? Like, literally, it doesn't matter if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Um, oh, my God. Like, like you said... It's annoying that I post about my dog so much. If right. you unfollowed me, I wouldn't be like, hey, how come you followed me? I'm so upset. Like, I'd be like, hey, he doesn't like the content I'm posting and that's fine. No, that's exactly what it is. And I'm <laughs> yeah. the same way too. Like, obviously, we all see when we lose followers and gain and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not going to go there and be like, oh, why didn't this person like this and this? Again, this is my content. If you don't like it, then don't follow. You know, it's funny though. When you get the people who... Um, are constantly following and unfollowing you. It's like they're trying to get your the, your, your attention. attention. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, what is going on here? I'm so confused. And then because I had some, like that's happened a few times. And then someone's like, oh, they're just trying to get your attention. I'm like, what? It's exactly because Doesn't notifications make... go off. Yeah, I'm like, well, actually, I have all my notifications turned off for everything. Oh, smart. See, I only everything. have only my DMs on. Like everything else is off because just Everything's in case off. someone needs an answer right away. But I get creepy people DMing me all the time so yeah. like, they're off <laughs> yeah. 
Again, you haven't made it until you get a dick pic, right? <laughs> you know what? I feel like I shouldn't say this because this is like, it can only go downhill from this. But oh, no. people don't send me dick pics. Now you've done it. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, ah, oh, now everyone's going to be sending them. And you're going to gonna get like the most hideous <laughs> ones with like the, the veiny ones that look like elephants and shit. No. I, I, yeah, no one sends me dick pics. You know what I wonder? Because obviously everyone sends a dick pic every once in a while. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It's not theirs. Or, oh, you're saying they'd send like... Yeah, because that would mean that everyone who's ever sent a dick pic has a big dick. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. Think about that. I don't, I've, I've right? honestly been sent maybe like three in my entire life. <laughs> From people you know or strangers? Um, people both. You know are... Like, no, no one sends me dick pics. I don't know why. I give off this like energy or something that's like, don't send her a dick That's pic. a good thing though. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm <laughs> happy. But I, everyone's always shocked. They're like, yeah, right, Sarah. I'm like, no, like, I don't know what it is. Well, like you said, now you're going to get it and I don't know if you'll like it or not, but uh... I probably won't even see it. Like, I don't open oh, half right. of my shit. Oh, like, so even if, if it's someone you don't know, you don't even Well, it's it like, nothing. you know how you can see the preview? So if yeah. I get like a DM from someone I don't know, if it's like the first sentence is creepy, I'm not going to Oh, open I it. see what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because then also they could see that you read it. Can they? I don't know. I I, I, I think so. I guess it depends on your options. Well, it's sort of like your cell phones. Like mm-hmm. when you text, if you have the option, I on. think a lot of mine say like they can't tell that you've unless you accept it or something. Like if I go now into my messages, but you know what though? If these guys are creeps, they'll know when you're online. They'll know what you're doing at any time. Anyway, it's so true. I it I matter. get once like it's so funny. I I'll like tweet something and. Uh, I'll get these messages and they'll be like, good morning, beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Like, they know that I'm awake and I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, see, it says, so-and-so wants to send you a message. Do you want to let so-and-so send you the message? message Oh, yeah, that's different. They'll know know that you've seen the request if you allow. So I feel like they can't tell that I'm looking. No, no, not if you're looking like that. But if you accept, then they'll know. Okay. That's what it is. So you could read it in the preview because that's what I usually do. Because what I get now is uh, the crazy professionals that they are that could barely write a lick of English saying that they could grant me more followers and more listeners and that's all I get now like those are my dick pics like literally every day I get two or three DMs <laughs> or emails from someone who's somewhere around the other side of the earth that doesn't know how to speak and it's all broken English I love and, that I love that concept those are dick those are your dick pics oh they are because those are the things I don't yeah. want to see right yeah that's very very funny well I think I just named the episode dick pics <laughs> <laughs> On what is today, did you know today is National Girl Day, by the way? No, I didn't. And it's also National Coming Out Day. You know what bothers me? Oh, no. People who refer to women as girls. What do you mean? In what sense? Because I would never call... A guy a boy. Boy, yeah. But you know what? Not to say that it's all because of it, but there are women out there who call their women friends girls. Oh, I'm going out with my no, girls. No, that's I'm... different. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Different. Okay, yeah, sorry. No, I had this discussion. I have a penis, so I, I don't know the difference. No, no, no. I had this discussion because it, it, there is sometimes it's okay to use Just like girls. guys say, oh, I'm going out with the boys. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I feel okay. like in that context, okay, when you okay. say, oh, I'm going out with my boys. Oh, you're... I've even had guy friends be like, you know, um, this is my boyfriend or whatever in like a friendly way, like that, whatever. Yeah, he's not straight. Like, I'm you know, sorry. no, but you know, like girlfriends, boyfriends, I'm just saying, I've heard that. Girlfriends will say I'm going out with my girlfriends, but guys yeah. will never say I'm going I've out with my boyfriend. Too. I've heard that too. I don't know that he's gay. I'm no, sorry. no, no. National it's coming out day. A, Come on, buddy. It's not a, no, I've heard it. And, 
And then, but yeah, so that's fine. Okay. But an example is I used to work like in marketing and in an office and everything. And right. they came out with a woman's line mm. and all the advertising said for like, blah, 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 for girls, da, 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 for girls. But their uh, target demographic was like 40 plus year old woman for like this product. Okay. So I'm like, you can't advertise it for girls oh. because 40, a 45 year old woman is going to be so offended. Or... Are they not offended no, because they offended. think that they're younger because no. they're being referred to as girls? No. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, the connotation of being a girl is so, like, oh, you're, like, either, like, a little girl or you're seen as not at the same level as being see, And that's a where I get confused because you have – you don't want to be called a girl, mm-hmm. but then at the same time – um, you when you get carded, you're so happy because people think you're under nineteen. But there's but nothing wrong under with being called a woman. But technically, you can be under a young 19, woman. You are a girl. Oh, I guess. Yeah, you can be a young woman. It's like it just depends how it's used. So you think it should be called National Women's Day? Well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Like, is it girls? Like it's no, it is. Little it's girls? actually no. Well, no, it's Girls Day. Like girls, like so female. all female. So it should be women. But then that excludes little girls that are in school. I just hate when, like, a, you know, a well, man it should be. calls me okay, a, a girl. National Females Day. Yeah. Like, yeah. that makes sense. That encompasses all mm-hmm. women out there instead and girls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I see where you're coming from. It, it depends on the context. What about, like, I guess, obviously, the well-known ones, chicks, broad. Like, are you offended when men use those terminologies? Or no, do you even care? It, it's just the context. And it's funny because, like, I'm a comedian and it's like I don't easily get offended. Right. But if in any way, it's almost, I've been in situations where it seems like men are afraid to use the word woman, almost. Like, it's like think some kind of an intimidation kind of thing. And just, it doesn't happen Well, okay. Often, well, but... I sort of understand because I use the term ladies. So when I go into a room mm-hmm. and there's ladies in, or women in the room, I say, oh, good afternoon, ladies. Or I'll say good night, ladies. Yeah, but that's just being polite. No, is that too formal? No. But, but you see, but this is where I'm trying to get at. What's too formal, what's not? Mm-hmm. And how do you know what to address what woman? Because some women want to be called women. Some want to be called girl. Maybe I think you're many, safe with woman. That's what just I'm trying wo- to say. See? Like no, lady or woman, no. I think it's I'm safe. sorry. I've just talked about Juliet where I never talk about my wife, but I'm sorry. I'm going to bring this up because mm-hmm. my wife hates it. And I say it jokingly. And again, mm-hmm. this is, I know why she hates it. It's, again, the way I deliver it. But as a joke sometimes, I should not say this because now I'm going to get bombarded. <laughs> but uh, every saying. single woman's going to hate me. I'll be like, go get me some bread, woman. Oh, but that's just like a joke. I know. But... I say it sometimes in Portuguese. And in Portuguese, woman, like I'll say it, mulher means wife as mm-hmm. well. Not only woman. Yeah. But because she doesn't know the terminology behind it, she thinks I'm still calling her woman and she hates it. So not everyone wants to be called woman as well. Yeah, but I, that's like a joke, like joking manner. So the reason why this came up was because my mother brought it up. She said she was so pissed off today. She She's a manager and she was in a meeting with a bunch of other managers mm. and all of them kept... They were trying to decide to hire someone. Okay. And and um, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this gentleman, blah, 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 he was really good. And they're like, oh, yeah, but this girl was pretty good. And they're like, yeah, this man, blah, blah. And they kept saying, like, gentleman, man, whatever. And then whenever it was a female candidate, they kept saying girl. They're like, yeah, okay, this girl no, that's, was like. See, that's done mm-hmm. purposely. So that was bothering. That's, yeah, My mother's like, wait, why are you calling one person a man and one a girl? Yeah, that, and it, that's done purposely. And it wasn't. It was 
she was the only one that seemed to say woman, you know, oh, well, this female candidate or this woman. Right. Uh, and all the different male managers kept saying girl, girl, girl. So she's like, ah, that just rubbed her the wrong way and kind of pissed her off. And of she's the same as me. Like, not very, like, very few things pisses off. But. Okay, so we'll use women from now on as a man yeah. in this world. Just be safe. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just be equal. Anything you would call your bros, your dudes, your homies, your like men. Well, sometimes I call like, my bros dickheads. I don't. I can't see that flying with a chick. Sorry, with if, a woman. If you got, <laughs> I, did that on, I did that on purpose, by the way. <laughs> I but that. that's the thing. It's like if you know someone at that level, sure. Well, I guess because then they know the way I talk and they know it's not coming from a yeah. mean place. It's so true, I guess. But again, I just don't feel right saying yeah. that. It's just so funny because a lot of men just don't even realize, I think, that they're doing it because we've been so conditioned. Yeah, I guess. Well, again, it's the, I don't call it to me too. It's a tippy toe movement where you don't know what to do, what to say. You don't know what's in line, what's out of line. I mean, I think and, this has been forever, but just now people are finally speaking. Well, no, yeah, that's it. what I mean about where now it's come to daylight and where literally anything, like you could just look at someone, oh, me too now. It's like, okay, let's like no. put a line here. No, let, there's, I mean, there's radical people on both well, sides. But you know which ones are usually telling the truth. Like the yeah. crazy ones that, you know, they're fucking crazy and they yeah. just want attention. But the serious ones, no, they have to be taken seriously, obviously. Because, yeah. yeah, both ways, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like male yep. and female, because I'm sure there's been some, I'm, I, as much as people don't want to admit it, there's been some females out there who have high power that probably did that to oh, men. Oh, yeah, even within the comedy community. I could I, only imagine. I know stuff, yeah. Hey, man, they have dungeons for reasons, you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> I just, the woman being in charge is not a far-fetched thing where yeah, I'm glad they suppress that a man. It's out in the open and people no, are discussing course. it now. You well, know? That, that's how it, it makes, starts. Yeah. Even if that it makes you uncomfortable or it makes But it people... shouldn't if you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Right? I, that's why I think it's And that's great. why I think I could, even though I shouldn't, joke about it. Because mm-hmm. I know I've never done anything to that extent where, oh my God, I'm like on my, my hands and be like, oh my God, I can't wait till... Not that I can't wait. What if someone calls me out on something just because I sent out the wrong tweet or something? Mm-hmm. No. I know I, from the bottom of my heart, I haven't done anything to physically mm-hmm. abuse or talk someone down. So Yeah, that's why people ask me all the time. They're like, aren't you worried about the jokes you tell? Um, that something's going to come back you know, later on if you ever do get big? And I'm like, no, because I think... I know that's There's the other no big thing too. Like, but yeah, doesn't matter. I might say some horrible things. Look at all these things that are going on now with people finding old tweets of people. That's fine. Speaking of Gardens of the Galaxy, that director, well, his were fucked up. But then again, maybe it doesn't. I, I'm not it's defending him. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's circumstances to everything, obviously. Yeah. But what if he is different now? Like everyone loves a second chance and everything. And mm-hmm. I think they are going to give him. A no. Second well, I heard now I he's heard. gone over to DC and he's going to do the new uh, Suicide Squad instead. Oh, okay. I can't remember what I read recently, like two days ago. But... No, he's done. I, they just don't know if they're going to use a script, I think. I think that's mm. what's in deliberation right now. So I don't know. The thing with him, it's like, yeah, okay, I, I can joke about things that are horrible or whatever. Like, Anthony Jeselnik gets away with things, too. But the difference was, when you look at his intent and kind of, like, his voice, he said some very fucked up things that were, were not even... You're like, how, how is this even funny? Like, they're uh... just... It's just malicious and, like, almost scary right you know what, that's, yeah. so it's like when you talk to me as a person you can tell that i'm not like some evil like well yeah exactly yeah but then again with some of these people you don't know because they hide it pretty well as well yeah that's, that's the true. other thing that but i feel like it'll always the truth always speaks for itself it'll always come out in I some way so. so it's like you can try to hide it 
but eventually the truth is going to come Well, you out. know what? It is true because even the higher powers who thought they would never get caught are getting caught, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what it is. So, like pure fashion, I love to end the show on a downer of uh, the Me Too movement, even though it should be a good thing, but I guess on the show it's not a good thing. Where can people find you? What are you up to? What do you have coming oh, up? Well, now Plug your shit. I host my own show every Saturday in Mississauga, if you're a local listener. There you go. Um, you should follow me on Instagram, at Sarah Wren Comedy. She won't follow you back, by the way. <laughs> That's where I post like all my, my shows and, <laughs> and things like that. Uh, it's the same username for, for Twitter. But yeah, every Saturday I have my own show. Um, and Do you have to book the guests? Yeah. Uh, do you have to book the lineup? Yeah, I book the lineup. So now, favors go across. So you book me, I book you type deal. Yeah. Smart. I know, yeah, it's the first time, it's so funny, I, a lot of comedians have been coming up to me and they're like, hey, I'll put you on the show, and it's kind of like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, put me on your is. show, yeah. and it's the first time I've hosted my own show and produced mm-hmm. my own show, so it's the first time I'm experiencing that, and uh, so that's interesting. <laughs> hey, you're a boss. But, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is nice, I'm like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Um, but, yeah, that happens every Saturday. Follow me on social media. I post, like, jokes every day because I'm a psycho and I write jokes every day. <laughs> and don't forget your dog. Yeah. And if you like dogs, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and that's it? No upcoming? You don't want to say anything? Well, oh, I have shows your Patreon. every night. Oh, oh yeah. Patreon. That's important. I have shows every night. So if you follow me, then you'll know where I'm performing all around. Okay, cool. Um, the GTA. Uh, and then, yeah, I have a Patreon site where you can subscribe. It's only $1. Um, the tiers go up to $10 and you get all kinds of cool freebies and things and um, content that you can unlock and you only get if you subscribe to my Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Sarah Wren. Nice. And for me, Finger Styles on Instagram, Twitter, the podcast app on Twitter, the podcast app at gmail.com is the email. Obviously, go to poppyapparel.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. Get 10% off. Free shipping worldwide. And also, I have a merch store. Go to wehavemerch.com. Mugs, t-shirts, women's tees, any size, black or white. I've decided to go white. <laughs> they say once you go black, you don't go back. But I sort of changed that rule. Because <laughs> I originally came out with black t-shirts. Don't worry. See, as the true podcaster I am, I'm actually segueing into something because I can't leave the show on a downer. So I'm going to play a clip of something that'll make everyone laugh. That's from Toronto, at least. And hopefully other people will know too. But anyways, what else was, what am I? Oh, every Sunday afternoon, listen to the show on EMZT radio. They have a podcast block between the time of one and six. I'm usually on around four, podbros.com. You can listen there. You can also listen to other podcasts that are on the network with myself. Amazon, click on their banner. Takes two seconds, free of charge. Helps them out, helps me out. The usuals, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and I think that's it. So, as a Torontonian, did you grow up with Sue Johansson? I'm terrible with names, so I'm going to say no, but I probably did. Did you used to watch Sunday Night Sex Show with Sue Johansson no. on the W Network? No. And, you, and you're Torontonian? Yeah. Oh, this is going to blow your mind. All right. I was too busy playing video games by myself. Let's play this, and then I'll sign off. If I could get it to play. We have a Susie on the line. Hi, Susie. 
Hey, Sue. Hi, you've got a question. Uh, yes, but first I'd love, like to say that I love your show. I watch it every week. Oh, thank you. I've got it. I'm like everybody else. I think I'm addicted. But anyway, my question is that my boyfriend is pretty well endowed. Yes. And he loves oral sex. My problem is I can't seem to go down deep enough for him. Okay. And I was wondering how to, to do that, you know, or go deeper to pleasure him more. Yeah. And actually, you know, um, I've always said, don't think that you have to take the whole penis into your mouth. Okay. So what you do, you start off with kissing, licking, and sucking. And then you, you um, just take the head of the penis in your mouth. Because you see, you've got teeth, then you've got hard palate. We have a <laughs> oh, I'm dying. oh my god, you're dying. <laughs> oh my god. <coughs> I love how you're dying and I'm listening to it and, I, and watching the video. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Oh. That sounds about right. <laughs> now, I've aired a Sue Johansson clip before in the past and these are very hard to find. So every time I find one, I got to air it now because these are classics. And now imagine in the late 80s, early 90s, mm -hmm. listening to this yeah. as a 12 year old, 13 year old boy. Yeah. This was our Playboy. <laughs> I actually. The first time I oh ever God. saw a porn was, I think oh. I was like 13 and I like asked my friend, I was like, I was like, Hey, how come we, why don't we go over and you can show me what porn is? And he's like, okay. And we just sat there and watched like a porno and then I went home and that was like the first time I ever <laughs> watched it. All right. I don't know. I'm a guy. Uh, in general, as, even time. as an adult, I don't really watch it. Yeah. Neither do I. It's not one of those. And plus now I'm, I'm scared. I've already brought it up in the past where my friends have told, and even talking from and listening to other podcasts. And obviously I've done searches before. When you do that odd search where it's kind of a sexual position, but not really. And then you get like these gaping assholes and fucking <laughs> people fisting each other and shit. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Is this what it's gone to nowadays? Like when I was growing up, fucking anal was taboo. Now that's like the norm. And it's like, what's going on here? Has it advanced that far? And that's what I'm scared of. I don't know what the fuck's going on out there anymore. I think people are just more open in general. Literally. Their bodies and <laughs> their, <laughs> All right. their minds. We'll end on that. <laughs> so she was Juliet. She's Sarah. I'm Sick Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. <laughs>